Welcome back to today's episode of the Lucy Cult Podcast. And today, guys, I just wanted to um, go into some detail on the mistakes that lead to overeating. It's such a common thing. We can overeat. <laughs> I'm a massive foodie, okay? I'm Lucy Cole. I hold my hands up. I love food. Um, and we have all been there where we've eaten so much that we cheekily undo our top button <laughs> or suffer the tummy ache. Um, and if you feel uncomfortably full after a meal, it's time to make a change, okay? Because you're definitely just eating too much. So you can tackle your overeating foods for good um, by being super honest with yourself. Um, and asking if any of these following habits are holding you back from having a healthy relationship with food. So, point one, um, differentiating between being hungry and being thirsty, okay? And it can be really hard to distinguish between the two. So I always tell my clients, right, to drink a glass of water if they're hungry and just wait 15 minutes. And if you're still hungry, have a snack, Okay, obviously, you need to have your basic meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, have your snacks. But if you're just having a really hungry day, just be honest with yourself, take a step back, reflect, are you actually thirsty? Okay, so have a nice cold glass of water and just wait 15 minutes. Obviously, make sure guys that you're drinking at least at least two liters of water every single day, if not more, you know, aim for three. Um, but then that will really help. Just make sure your body is nice and hydrated and you're not going to get confused with being hungry or thirsty. Okay, another mistake, right, that can lead to overeating is skipping meals, okay? So, I mean, I know there's loads of things out there about intermittent fasting, um, but if you do skip breakfast purely as a way to save calories... Um, when you head to your next meal, you're going to be so hungry, right, that you're going to be far more likely to overeat and binge on whatever is in sight. <laughs> okay, so if you never seem to have the time to cook a healthy breakfast, um, just try like a pot of Greek yogurt um, with some berries, which is one of my favorite breakfasts when I'm short on time, or just take a protein yogurt with you or make some healthy bars um, at home and have them on the go. Okay, but just be careful that skipping meals and saying no to food, um, actually, you know, just to save calories actually might not be helpful because if you are super hungry because you've skipped a meal, trust me, you're going to go wild <laughs> at your next meal. Okay, next point, point three, is eating, you know, with a screen. And with so much going on all the time, right? I know that people can be really guilty of doing this. Eating in front of the TV or the computer does cause most people to overeat because they're not connected into the activity that they are doing of eating, okay? So when your mind is deep in the plot of a movie or you're engrossed in your emails, there's no time to focus on food, okay? But you need to make this a priority. You need to be strict with yourself and designate meal times just for that okay, to eat your meal. Now, again, like I'm a massive foodie, right? So I don't like eating whilst doing something else. Because if I don't focus on the food, I'm like, oh, I didn't really fully get to enjoy that. <laughs> it sounds sad, but it's true. Okay. So just make sure you know, you turn the TV off, get away from the emails, put the computer down, and just focus on the meal at hand. Okay, then we need to have a look at um, relationships, okay? So 
when you're in a relationship, and I'm going to do a separate podcast on this, um, and then your partner isn't necessarily concerned about their eating habits, it can be so hard to stay on track when you cook and eat together, okay? Um, When you have someone else to think about, well, you actually all have similar ingredients, but you can make things slightly differently, you can have different portion sizes, Okay, so you have to make peace with the fact that you and your partner don't have the same needs. You might not be on the same page as to your goals. Um, so with my boyfriend, I'm lucky really a lot of what I cook. Um, I'll just give him a bigger portion. Um, or if there's something that he really likes, like for example, he loves shepherd's pie, right? I just don't really like it. Not because of the calories, not because of anything else. It's just not one of my favorite meals. I will literally make him one and just eat something else myself. Um, But I'll make him a big one so it lasts a few meals. (laughs) Um, But you've just got to be honest with yourself. Again, I'm going to do a a big kind of explore on this subject anyway, relationships and kind of weight loss. But you just have to really make sure that you're thinking about your own goals. Have a smaller portion. You don't need as many calories, specifically if your partner is bigger, taller, weighs more, might be more active, things like that. Okay, point five is um, having bowls and plates that are big. (laughs) So having a big bowl or a big plate, right, when there's more empty space on your plate or in your bowl, it makes your portion size appear smaller than it actually is. Um, And so instead of piling your plate with more food, just reach for a smaller plate or a smaller bowl. And when you're cooking at home, keep your measuring cups, your scales or your spoons on hand to make sure that your serving sizes are appropriate. Because this way, you'll know exactly what you're getting and you won't go overboard. Um, Now, I am a big fan of weighing my food. That is just simply because, being honest with myself, if I was to free pour oats or free pour the rice I would have on my plate, I wouldn't stop. (laughs) So, you know, for example, a portion of of cooked rice on a weight loss plan, I'd suggest people have 125 grams of cooked rice, right? But if I was to do that without measuring it, not going to lie, I'd probably put double that (laughs) at least. Same with peanut butter. So if I was to just have a kind of dollop of peanut butter in my yogurt or whatever, I would honestly probably have about three times the amount. So 15 grams is like 90 calories. If I was to have three times that, I'm looking at nearly 300 calories, right? Just because I'm free um, free spooning the peanut butter out the jar. So don't underestimate the, the power of weighing things, even if it's just for a short period of time. So you get to grips with how much you actually realistically should be having. So then let's move on to point six, right? Snacking. Now, some people do think that all snacks are bad. Oh, I shouldn't have a snack because it's more calories, right? But it's really important to realize that actually snacking can help you reach your goals because as long as you go into it with a healthy perspective, your pre and post workout snacks are packed with the nutrients it needs or your snacks are healthier options, then having them between meals can actually really help you um, stop overeating um, and keep your hunger at bay. Again, kind of as we've mentioned already, if you are really hungry, you're just going to overeat. So like I mentioned in my previous podcast, if you eat regularly and just consistently, it will keep your blood sugar levels nice and stabilized. um, So you're not going to be going absolutely savage (laughs) at your next mealtime. So then let's look at post-workout hunger, right? So once you finish a tough workout, 
don't use it as an excuse to indulge in a big, big treat. Honestly, I've seen it in the gym, can't work it out. Um, I've seen a woman before finish a workout and then just literally eat a massive Kit Kat. Couldn't, I couldn't work it out. <laughs> so, you know, focus on your post-workout nutrition, right? You should be having something post-workout. Um, you know, I always recommend like a protein shake and a banana, um, protein and carbs, basically. So have, you know, 150 to 200 calories. Um, I always have something with me for after a workout, particularly during lockdown when I'm training at home. I get to blend my banana into my protein shake and I absolutely love it. I really look forward to it. Um, but these simple sugars are really good to help restore the glycogen in your muscles. Um, so I always have something prepared. Um, and when you do have something waiting for you post-workout, as you kind of head home, whatever it might be, to have your dinner or whatever mealtime it's kind of heading into, depending when you train, again, you won't be tempted to um, stop somewhere along the way, <laughs> head to a drive through um, or even just overeat when we get home because you're absolutely ravenous. So definitely make sure you always have something post-workout. The final point I'm going to talk about today um, as a mistake that can lead to overeating um, is actually emotional reasons, right? So if you tend to self-soothe with food, you're not alone, right? It is so, so common. Chowing down on some comfort food <laughs> may seem like a quick fix when you're feeling stressed or upset or whatever it might be but you're only doing your body injustice, okay? Next time you head for a snack, honestly ask yourself, like, am I actually hungry? It seems so simple, but these words make such a difference in taking control of your eating routine. Because some people just fall into a routine and will eat for the sake of eating, whether it's boredom or whatever that might be. So, I hope that's really helped just kind of give you some ideas on some mistakes that you could be doing that are leading to overeating. Um, it's not all rocket science, but it does actually take, um, you know, it takes you to take a step back and just reflect. And like I've said before, just be honest with yourselves. Um, am I doing any of these things? Is it hindering my progress? Um, and if it is, then great. You can, you can take the first step of identifying that and making a change. So that's all from me today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Keep an eye out for the next one, and I will see you guys soon.